Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey guys, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our good buddies at Pro Taper Handlebars. I'm Don Maeda, joined in-house by Dominic Gayton and uh, Mike Antonovich remotely. Quit drinking your large Big Gulp Coke, dude. It's we heard root, that. It's a root beer. Oh, dude. I hope it's a diet root beer, Dahmer. Never. But uh, anyway, uh, we, are, uh, we are two weeks away from the Nationals and one week away from Loretta Lynn's Amateur National Championships at the Ranch. And Anton, I believe you just arrived in Hurricane Mills. Yeah, just uh, just got to the hotel in Franklin, which is about an hour outside of Hurricane Mills. So not going to stay in the commotion and camp out like everybody else is. I need a Wi-Fi connection to get content on the website this week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be good. Uh, looks like it'll be great weather down here, a relatively cool week. And looks like it might be dry for once, too. It looks like they got the rain out of the way last week. Oh, never say never, dude. I yeah. got rain stuff. Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. you know what though, and what I, th- I think I did Loretta's in 07. I don't know how, but I lucked out. I did not have a mud moto. It, it, the mud motos down here look crazy too. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it rained, but the my six motos avoided it somehow. I guess I lucked out. But uh, I wouldn't even race. I'd just be like, I'm not, we're not racing. Why? Dude, with torrential downpour mud, I would just ruin everything. Well, mud races are fun, but like, you know, I don't know. I think it gets really yeah. muddy there. But then, like, Loretta's Dahmer, like, you can't drive all the way there and go through all that time and then be like, well, never mind, it rained. It's good because you're going to have a bad day between trying to qualify or getting there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of money to get spent to just go, ah, never mind. That is true. Yeah, I think uh, I think my total spend for Loretta's in 07 was, like, close to seven grand. Jesus. Mm. I mean, you know, between the flights, and I rented a motorhome, and I had to get a... Would you rent a bus? No, I just rented a little tiny motorhome, but I had to get a... Uh, I rented a golf court, golf cart, and then I had to get a golf cart permit, and then, you know, the entries and all that. Oh, so you're, you're talking about them sucking you dry while you were there. Uh, nah. Oh, there's just a lot of costs involved in racing at the highest level in the amateur classes. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at the Swap Moto Race Series. Yeah, free transponders. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so, dude, are you? Uh, you're going to be out in the trenches, huh? Like walking around with a face mask on and the heat and humidity. You might yes, weigh. I, you might weigh under 100 pounds when you're done. I'm thinking so. I'm. Th- I'm using this as spring training for the Nationals when they start next week. So just get it out of my system. Figure out where all the good spots are on the Loretta's course for the pros. Uh, I've never been to Loretta's. Like, it's only four and a half hours from St. Louis, mm-hmm. but we never had a reason to go. You know, I wasn't fast enough, and we weren't just going to take a family vacation to watch a bunch of amateur kids race. So this is a cool time. I'm excited to see everybody, uh, everybody in the industry, even though it is a weird time. I mean, what a time to go down there and see it, you know, for the very first time. And then just kind of meet up and, and check out what's going on. And after hearing about so many of these amateur kids, like really the only time I get to see amateur kids ride is at Monster Cup, and that got canceled this year, mm-hmm. or at the mini major when I do get to come. So 
yeah, I'm interested to see how all of this goes and see what all the the hubbub is about. Dude, you're going to be blown away when you pull onto the uh, pull onto the facility the first time. I mean, there's people camping in tents, and then there's the craziest motorhomes and most extravagant setups you've ever seen. But then, yeah, like I said, someone's standing in a tent, like mm-hmm. down the road, and there's like a laundry room, and yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. And the and the size of the place is is unbelievable. The the span of it. And uh, there's, I wonder if there's, there's this whole little village, you know, where they have like the uh, amphitheater, but then there's a whole area that's kind of like a fair with like food, food, uh, food pop-ups and stuff. And I, I kind of wonder if those will be open or closed because of COVID. Mm. Yeah, I'm interested to see. Like, I've heard so much about it. It's not like I'm coming down here completely blind to like the Loretta's hype or anything. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate that it won't be the same as it ever was, but it looks like some of the activities like the talent show and the karaoke and things like that are still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it just won't be as wild as it ever was before. But I was thinking about it this morning before I left. Like, you know, there are crown jewels to going and watching motorcycle, like motocross races. Anaheim one is one of them. Motocross the nations, no matter where it's at, Glen Helen, Red Bud, And then I would say this in the United States, uh, Lommel in Belgium, I've been to Majora. Like, I've been pretty much all over, so I'm very excited to see how this is, just because it's a completely different world than all the pro stuff that I'm always so wrapped up in. You forgot to mention the Lima Half Mile. <laughs> oh, see, I haven't ever gotten to go to that. <laughs> Teasing. Yeah. No, yeah, I was lucky enough in my uh, early stages of my career to cover Grand National Flat Track, and I went to some amazing places, but I also went to some armpits. Did you ever go to the Peoria TT? Oh, yeah. That, that place one, is mm-hmm. sick. That one looks amazing. Yeah, that one's good. But there's some we have a, pretty bad. That's in Anton's hood. Yeah, we, my dad used to go to that one, so we have a lot of photos of women pulling their tops off uh, from the early 90s races at the Peoria TT. Uh-huh. <laughs> like just along the side of the fence? Just around, just around town. It was just a party. <laughs> wow. You know, my first year at, at Cycle News 1990, I, I bagged the girl at the Peoria Hotel front desk i was pretty proud of myself (laughs) and you were probably like some very exotic catch too oh yeah long long haired japanese guy (laughs) you fulfilled her yellow fetish (laughs) yeah maybe it was probably what 100 degrees outside and you still had like your rs taiichi leather jacket on (laughs) (laughs) you know i didn't have the clout by in 2000 or 1990 to pull that off yet Mm, mm, i I didn't have a I didn't have a Taichi jacket until I think 96, 97. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so who are the, uh, who are the hot shit guys that we got to look out for this week? I think. I think, well, um, Seth Hamaker, PC's kid, mm-hmm. like the Team Green prodigy, he had to pull out because he has Epstein Barr. Um, and so he had been pretty much saddled all the way through the first part of, of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of have to think Styles Robertson is going to be one of the guys. What about um, Jet Reynolds? I have to look. I, I might have even just like totally looked over. The thing that I say about Styles is, is he's been raised, he's been down at the Baker's factory riding with all of those dudes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's been there. Um, yeah, Dahmer, how could I forget? Jet Reynolds, uh, Kate Knifing will be cool. You know, just to see how he mixes it up because everybody follows him on social media. Josh Fares, like we've seen Josh just kill it these mm. last few years and get really, really good. Yeah. Um, Dylan Schwartz on the Suzuki. I think he's like kind of slept on by a lot of people. He could be really, really good, uh, especially on that bike. And then there's a couple other kids too, just from around here. Um, 
being in the Midwest this year that I've that I've seen like Jace Kessler, this kid from from up north is pretty good. Uh, there's a kid from over not far from me, Michael Hicks, that could be you know he's in the pro class. Uh, yeah, there's there's quite a few dudes that are going to make it interesting. I think 250B though is going to be like just the complete bloodbath that it usually is because <laughs> there's a lot of really really fast dudes in there. Mm-hmm. You know, J- Jets in 250B. Um, you have let me going through the list right here. Kay Namarine, who came to the mini major oh, a few yeah, years yeah, ago yeah. and was Super very nice fast. Family. Great family. Yep. Chance Hymas, that's the kid that um, Jake Weimer's been coaching for a while. Matt LeBlanc, who's on the star team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of dudes this year, and it's going to be pretty good. I don't think it's a, a down year by any means at all. Nick Romano. Yep. Badass. Yep. Hey, yeah. So it's going to be a favor, good one. When, you, uh, when you're going, or like, okay, I know the motocross nationals, you're not allowed to go to the pits and interact with riders. Do you know if that is the case at the Loretta Lynn's amateur race? I haven't. I haven't heard yet. Um, I'm sure that there's a packet and everything like that that'll when I go pick it up tomorrow that I'll know. Mm-hmm. But as far as like media guidelines and all that stuff right now, I haven't heard anything like that. Okay. Well, so, if, you, and if you're I think allowed to go to the pits, please give my regards to Stacy Robertson for me. Okay. Styles' mom. <laughs> <laughs> I've met Styles two times, so yes, I'll super creep on his mom. Yeah. It won't be weird at all. <laughs> Smoke show. <laughs> but uh, hey, here's a tip: if you're on the infield. You're not allowed to cheer for anyone. Oh, I never would. Well, I, I, I would never K- would. Casey Davis got kicked out when I sent him to Loretta a few years ago. I remember that. Oh, is I, that what got him kicked out? I thought he walked over the, across the track. No, no, no. He was cheering for somebody, and, oh. uh, and he got kicked out. So I had to call Davey and apologize and get his pass back. Ooh, so, okay. so when Casey shows up tonight, remind him of that, that he's not allowed to cheer for anyone. Okay. <laughs> Casey forgot. <laughs> he's Switzerland this weekend. Yeah. The impartial yeah. journalist, as we all should be. Hey, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing little little Tim Ferry, little 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 Red Dog. Yeah, Evan. Yeah, uh, Evan's going to be gnarly, and I think that it had been, you know, what's he going to be like? Is he going to outgrow what he's on? Like, what bikes he going to be on? But I think that he could really, really make it interesting this year. And he's in a stack class, like Ryder DeFrancesco's in there. I mean, this is going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. Did Talon Hawkins make it out there? Is he going to that? I'm sure he is. Right. I would assume uh, so. I would assume there's dude. There's 36 classes with 40 people. There are so many people to like keep an eye on. But yeah, Talon made it in. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my when I think of Loretta is one of the memories that stands out for some reason is the first time I went to that carnival area to go get something to eat. Jessica Jessica Patterson was walking out of it, and she had a hamburger cradled in her like elbow against her body. And fries against her forearm and her and her body. She was holding a chocolate shake. And she was using her other hand to dip the fries in the chocolate shake and eat it. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? She's all, it's good. She's living in her life. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the, uh, was that a middle of the week thing? Like, was she trying to, car- to you know, just load no, up? No, it was like the, the first night we got there. I was like checking oh, out the place yeah. and I drove the golf cart up there. And you had to walk into the food area. And, mm. Yeah, I was greeted by, uh, I'd, ne- I'd never heard of that, Cho- chocolate shake dip for your french fries, I don't know. Mm, mm. Maybe it's a Florida it's a, thing. It's a Florida thing. Yeah. So, all right, so Anton, what's the plan? What can our listeners look forward to on SwapMotoLive.com this week? So, cool thing about Loretta's, um, it's, you know, run by MX Sports, and they have that great racer TV package, so there will be 
a full live stream that's free, hosted on Swap Moto Live every day. So you'll be able to check everything out. I'll also have the race order posted. So if there's only certain classes that you want to watch, uh, you'll know what time they're coming on instead of just having to sit through the 51cc like shaft drive class mm -hmm. uh, the whole day. So we'll have that on every day, a race report, some photo galleries on the website and on social media. And then depending on how these interviews go, I'd like to really talk to a lot of these kids because if I'm still around in five, seven years, and why wouldn't I be, these are the guys that I'm going to be covering soon. So I'd like to establish like a rapport with everyone and, and see what's going on. Uh, checking in with some later in the week, we'll see how it goes. I might have to switch the photo camera over to video and do a raw edit or something like that. Just we'll keep it interesting all week, but yeah, just tons of content, tons of interviews, uh, excited to see. I think a lot of new gear is going to kind of slightly get released out too. Yeah. Or stuff that we haven't seen before. Stuff here. Yeah. So a lot of cool stuff like that. Um, be cool to catch up and see what people from the industry have made it out here because I know it's a it's a different year. A lot of people are coming, but then a lot of people that typically are Loretta's mainstays aren't. So we'll get it all sorted out. I'll have to get the 411 from Roger Larson because he seems like the de facto president of Loretta Lens. Mm. This is his race. He's the president. He's the president of Loretta Lens and the emperor of the beer tent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many victims there's going to be this year. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> um, the one thing I remember about Loretta is that th the three times I've been there is that even somehow with the rain, they stick to the schedule, the time schedule, pretty dang close. Like, sometimes it would be a rain delay, you know, because it's dumping and you can't race in that. But as far as when I was there racing, it was to the minute. Like, if you weren't in staging by the time they told you to be, you are hosed. Like, everything yeah. ran perfectly on time. See, and I've heard that before, too, that, like, if you miss your, your spoon draw or you miss one thing, it sets a whole chain reaction off. Your whole weekend's done. And uh, that was the other big thing, too, that I'm so surprised to see. I mean, there's thousands of people from all over the country coming to do this race. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of logistics that go into this, and especially in the times that we find ourselves in right now. Like, good on everybody that's been putting together a lot of effort and a lot of work to make this thing happen at all because it's got to be hard to have so many people adhere to the same amount of rules, but it also shows their dedication that they'll put all that shit to the side and do it if it means that they get to go racing. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know who, who I'm, I'm excited to watch is Aiden Kiefer. Yeah, little, I am too. Little B-Rabbit. I think he'll do that. <laughs> and then Chris is racing too, right? He's probably yeah. racing thirty the thirty class, which is, or no, he can't because he's a pro. Is yeah, it still thirty BC, or is it thirty A? Uh, I think it's just thirty open now. Okay. Either way, he's probably yeah. in the thirty five class and the forty class. I yeah, and then that um, that plus twenty five class is always gnarly too. I mean, mm -hmm. like this year, it's got Mike Brown in it. Uh, it's got. I mean, it's got so many people. A lot of dudes that I've, you know, you hear about for years. Dennis Stapleton, uh, Wentland from down in Florida. I mean, there's there's a good good crop of guys that are going to be mm -hmm. out there. Paul Parabinos. I mean, it'll be it'll be cool to see so many people. And there are dudes that haul ass on yeah. bikes in those plus twenty five, plus thirty classes, plus forty even. Okay, so Mike Brown is is he signed up for plus twenty five still? Oh yeah. Jesus, he's plus twenty five twice over. Oh yeah, and he's running the number one plate too. Love nice. It. God, that guy's <laughs> what a beast. Yeah, he's a, he's an animal. Okay, well, hey, let's take a quick break to uh, hear from our wonderful sponsors, but we'll be back for more. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, 
My first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Bill Hahn, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California, and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, so we, we talked about Loretta's. I think we covered everything. Um, the Loretta's MX National. What do you hear on uh, track uh, modifications in the week between the two races? I hear nothing. Really? Uh, I, I haven't heard anything yet. I'm expecting that I'll probably figure out a lot more tomorrow when I actually do show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking to Dominic on the phone earlier this morning, like having never gone there, but seeing all these photos and watching videos from the past, that's a pretty narrow and pretty small track. So I'm interested to see just how wide open they go. Mm-hmm. This could be one of those times too, where they dip it or they rip it super deep and they, and they just make it really, really gnarly and slow it down that way. Uh, that interview I put up with Dean Wilson last week, he knows that Loretta's gets ruddy. 
he's been practicing corners. There's little things that guys are doing because they don't have, you know, like a LaRocco's leap or anything like that to really worry about. I think that it'll be interesting to see, but it sounds like, like Davey went on like record and said, this is a one and done deal. They're not going to make this like a revolving national every year. This mm-hmm. is just a crisis that they find themselves in. And this is what's going to work. Yeah. You know what I was thinking, uh, thinking about it? And then I think Aria said this as well is the the ruts and the lines will be all made by high-level big guy big bike guys right because the thing mm-hmm. i struggled with when i was there was how tight everything was and and it was pretty rad davy grabbing because let's take a walk around the track and he was showing me stuff because you got to remember most of these lines are cut in by 50s and 65s so you know go outside and then the weirdest thing he told me was like pick a line and stick to it the whole moto commit to it and don't try different things to the race and so that's what i end up doing and then my best finishes of the, of the week in my last three motos after he taught me that stuff so oh that's cool you know without without 50s and 65s making these super tight lines you know it might it'll still be narrow certainly but it won't be as tight and uh you know stop and go as it usually is i think dude they're gonna have to like either make jump tabletop longer i mean even the 10 commandments like some of those guys look like they're just going to manual all the way through there you know they're yeah. so or else they unless they build those things up or turn them into take some out and make triple trip make a rhythm something i don't know yeah i don't know yeah it's but funny because there's some guys that are like super amped to go back and then other guys like like a ray's like oh, i never did anything there i've got i've got uh bad memories of the ranch but hopefully i'll turn it around but i don't know and so, like, again, having never gone but seeing, like, all the videos and stuff like that, after the start area where that where it's, it seems a little bit more open and there's those moguls that are built into the insides of the jumps yep. or into the insides of the turns, I'm more excited to see how the pro guys do that because this is going to be them just completely dissecting a track that a week prior that you're just like, wow, oh, my God, how could you go any faster around it? And these guys mm-hmm. are going to come show you, like, no, you go this much faster, and mm-hmm. it's this way. And I think that you'll see a lot of racecraft there that gets worked around. Um, I haven't heard a lot about like, oh yeah, these amateur kids are going to turn pro at Loretta's or after Loretta's and, and then race the pro national the next week. I don't think that that's as much of a case this year, um, which sucks because that's so interesting. Like Styles even told me a couple weeks ago, like, yeah, we don't know if I'm going to do any nationals or not. It just kind of depends on how Loretta's goes, but he's mm-hmm. definitely doing Supercross next year. And so it's kind of this weird thing where there hasn't been a whole ton of hype going into this national or anything like that. There's a lot of buzz and a lot of people are excited, but it's so unprecedented and so unknown that everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Like it'll happen when we get there. Mm -hmm. I'm in seeing the carnage that's happened in that first turn before I'm like, yeah, dude, 40 fast, fast dudes funneling into that thing is going to be wild. Mm -hmm. You know who I think is going to do, uh, you know, this weekend and next is uh, our guy Rene Garcia, our test rider. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's racing pro sport, I believe, and he said, you know, if he if he escapes the week unscathed, he's going to stay and make his pro debut the following weekend. Nice, that'd be cool. So, yeah, keep an eye on him for us, will you? I will for sure. Yeah, so, I saw I saw his name on the entry list today, so I was like, oh, okay, Rene's coming. Yeah. So uh, as far as the rest of the world goes, um, uh. Kind of heard a little grumbling that Ferrandis re-signed with Yamaha this morning. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the first time I heard that. Um, 
heard some other stuff that I can't talk about. Some some gas gas stuff that was finalized, but uh, we'll have to wait for that to come out officially. Um, it's not me signed for factory trials gas gas or next year. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I think they couldn't <laughs> afford you. <laughs> yeah, the, our our video of the uh, inaugural California Invitational Trials is up on our website now, and at the end of the video, there's some amazing footage of Dahmer in his O'Neill skin suit. <laughs> Uh, tackling the rocks and logs on the uh, the beginner section. It's pretty good. I think you wore out the bottom of your boots. Yeah, I think I wore out the bottom of the skid plate on that bike, too. <laughs> Dahmer, did you just feel so agile and cunning on the track this weekend at Glen Helen? Did you have all those trial skills in your no, back pocket? all that. <laughs> no. I was there to just survive and get out of there and go home. <laughs> yeah, you know what? His, uh, his start technique was off this weekend, uh, Anton. He's like, you know, five foot roll in on the start. He mistimed it and got a bad start and flew off the inside of Talladega and almost ran over a photographer on crutches. Or no, oh, he was on crutches. He had a sling on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, with one bad start, Dahmer's going to start like rolling in by that AMPM by the fifteen. Then. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but hey, man, it was what was it about 102 at Glen Helen this weekend yeah. and 629 entries. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with people, man? It's too hot to be racing dirt bikes. But people want to get out. There's yeah. nothing else happening. But man, we had some packed starting gates, and people were just pumped to be out and not uh, cooped up at home. So I think it's gonna be pretty good. And then you know, of course, we finally put the finishing touches on the uh, mini major. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see, if you're listening and you have a mini kid, you need to save the date. It is uh, September 24th September 27th. 23rd to the 27th. 23rd is Poland Day. Oh, the Thursday. But yeah, so Thursday's practice and uh, the Supercross race and then racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So at State Fair MX again, sponsored by 7, 6D ODI FMF and Walters Sprinter Mercedes Benz. So put down your calendar, mini parents. And uh, bring, yeah. your one, bring your 110s. We might do a Saturday night. Pit bike pit race. Pit bike racing. So I still say we have to have a Moto Milf surrender booth, a photo booth. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a couple good ones out there. Yeah. Hey, hey, Anton. Did you see this weekend we had uh, former Miss Supercross Brittany Millsaps in the pits? I saw Davey. I did not. I didn't see the photo of Brittany though. Yeah. Did she work the thirty-second card or anything? No, no. But she was we wearing. Can't her. She was wearing leopard skin legging shorts. Awesome. <laughs> They're pretty spectacular. It was MILF Sunday yesterday at the race series. It was pretty good. No, it was MILF, and then there was a bunch of like. Was, yeah. There's a bunch of like uh, hoes in training. <laughs> right, sisters. <laughs> yeah. It was, it hey, was, don't. Club two fifteen needs a like it's scouting talent out there it's okay yeah <laughs> yeah it gets it gets hot and they uh, they come out yeah so uh what else do you hear anton is there anything else with uh riders going here and there i mean uh i don't it's just kind of been quiet i think that everybody's just trying to get so much stuff figured out everything i mean ferrandis was the big the big pickup this year so yeah. you saying that he got signed i mean that's a that's a big big deal and that's one guy off the market yeah um Honestly, I'm just excited to see racing get started because there are so many unknowns. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, Eli's going for four straight or, or five or however many it is at this point. Four straight, count. four straight. Mm -hmm. Four straight, yeah. So he's going to do that. Cooper's got a head full of steam. Ken's been out there and, and doing what he needs to do. Marvin's coming back. 
And then there's a guy like Max Anstey. Like, Anstey was winning some of the gnarliest GPs last year, and he's going to come over here and has been a complete unknown. Tickle's going to be there on a really, really good bike and, and could be a surprise. You have guys like Benny Bloss that have privateer points to prove. Mm-hmm. Bogle's coming back. You can never discard Blake Baggett. Like, it's so stacked. But then for Ferrandis, like, I think a lot of people just assume that he's going to walk to this title, 250 Outdoors, but I think there's a lot of guys that are going to make it hard for him because they don't want to just see him leave. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, especially even within his own team, like Shane and, and Justin Cooper are going to do everything they can to to take that power away from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Justin the other day. Do you know he's blonde now? Oh, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was all, he's all, hey. Well, I didn't recognize you, blondie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I chatted with uh, Hunter Lawrence on the phone the other day. And uh, he and Jet are just chomping at the bit to get racing. Are they fully healthy, both of them? Yeah. They're ready to rock. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, those guys are going to kill it. I think Hunter's going to, uh, you know, because he got his feet wet last year and he had some really big flashes of brilliance here and there. But I think, uh, you know, he's, with the exception of Loretta's, he's ridden all the tracks now. I think uh, I think we're going to see Hunter do some damage. Yeah, I think so, too. I think him and Jason and Dean all training together, and with Jet, of course, but Hunter really needs some guidance by two guys that have been here and done it all for so long. And I think that Jason and Dean are able to give him some good input from what Dean told me too. jet is just like the little brother. That's just there trying to keep up and just wants to beat them. He never wants to lose either of those guys. Mm-hmm. And so that's cool. I think that what they have down there at Chad's old place is a really, really cool dynamic. And I think you'll see the best of all four guys this summer mm-hmm. because like in seeing them when I went to, Cooper's video premiere a few weeks ago. Like Jason's super happy and ready to go, and Dean's healthy. He's good there. You know the Lawrence brothers weren't there, but you see enough of them on social that you know everything is going pretty well. Um, I, yeah, dude, I just I can't wait for this to start because it's such. I think everybody's so eager, but nobody's really showing their cards yet. If mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Hey, it's funny when you said Jason. It, it reminded me of something I heard last week. So we filmed a bunch of. SML shows last week, and uh, I invited Trevor Stewart, you know, and N GPC champion, to uh, come on the show. And uh, you know, he's on Team SLR Honda with uh, Mark Samuels and uh, Talon. And uh, who's the other guy on that team? I know what you're talking the, about. I'm drawing yeah, a blank. The hit, the it's off road stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, he told me, you know, like, because the the Johnny Campbell racing ride had kind of like fallen apart for him. And until, until SLR happened, <laughs> uh, Jason was going to put together a team and, and field uh, Trevor Stewart on a Husqvarna team fried off-road <laughs> racing team. That's badass. How cool is that, that that uh, that Jason was going to do that for his buddy? That's cool. And see, like, that's the side of things that people never see. They just see what they kind of get told but jason's like into it you know jason would help anybody go out there and and especially the guys that are with him like deegan von losberg and and trevor that's always around like he always looks for those guys and make sure that everybody's pretty dialed in and that they're not you know without i think that there's a reason too why you see certain guys in his like inner circle ride husky too like why wouldn't you yeah um but yeah that's cool for that's cool for jason and i know a lot of other guys have been trying to like help out their friends wherever they can too i mean look at what weston did for intiknap there's a lot of, of top top pro guys that always like make sure that the guys down below them get what they need mm-hmm. yeah the trevor stewart kid was a cool kid he's a little eccentric <laughs> he's but, awesome. yeah trevor's 
he's got a cool program, like real cool style, real cool group of friends. Like he doesn't take things too seriously, and he rides an off-road bike like it's Supercross, which is badass. Well, that photo that you got of him at Glen Helen from yeah, the big scrub that was ridiculous. Yeah, you know what's funny about that is that day he was wearing mismatched gear, <laughs> like his jersey didn't match his pants and stuff. But like, that picture, the uh, STI Tire Company through Samuels, they they asked for that photo to use for an ad, and I was like. So Samuels is like, hey, how much for that picture? And I'm like, for what? He goes, STI wants to run ads. And I go, web or print? And he goes, hmm, web for sure, maybe print. Well, Starbucks gift card. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone to yet, but, you know, I think they're good for it, I hope. Yeah, I know the Fast House guys love that kid. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, a, cool, he's a good guy. <laughs> the story about his ex-girlfriend's parents. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... So uh, we knew Trevor because he was dating a girl that was on Megan's soccer team, club soccer team. Oh, really? Yeah, and and uh, she had two moms. Oh, that that's cool. You know, it's tw- <laughs> it's twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trevor was saying he still hangs out with the moms, and gets drinks. Anton has <laughs> Anton has multiple dads, so it's all right. Yeah, I got two yeah. dads. Yeah, I had to explain that to my family the other day, and I. <laughs> My my aunt was like, huh? And I'm like, well, yeah, you got to think. And she's like, okay. And she just kind of like brushed it off. My biological dad doesn't know about my yellow dad, but, you know, my mom knows. So it's all good. I don't want to hurt my dad's feelings. He'll get all pissed. Yeah. I love that one. Anton, I'll talk about something. He goes, well, I was talking, you know, my, well, my biological father. So then I know he's talking. My about, white dad. Yeah, Big yeah. Mike. Right. But he's always got to clarify that with me, like which, which dad he's talking about. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of uh, white children, uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our guy Chase, who's at therapy right now for his ankle, but he turned 21 on Saturday. Hey, I was surprised to see him on when he said I saw that, and I thought about Sunday. I'm like, he ain't gonna show up to the race. He's gonna be all in a gutter somewhere. Dude, well, that's the thing. It's like, it's funny because I I knew his birthday was coming up because I remember Anton. And I went to his uh, Hibachi Grill birthday party last year, but uh, I didn't know exactly when it was. And his mom DM me on Instagram and was like, "Hey, just want to make sure you knew tomorrow was Chase's birthday." So I'm like, "Boah." And we had just kind of talked about these shoes that would be good for his ankle. So I, I rushed out to Upland and bought him these shoes for his birthday. And uh, should have bought him the Forrest Gump ones, like full freaking, you know, like that's what he needs. <laughs> Bright red ones, but uh, no, the ones that like the like the full like when everybody was running, he had the full like uh, uh, they were like. They all went up, went all the way up his legs. It looked like big knee braces. Really? You don't remember that? I in don't the movie? remember. That. I just remember. I thought they were like yeah, red. Yeah, and he had like the like, boots too. Yeah, but anyway, so I went and took him to. So I was like driving down, and I'm Saturday morning to go get him these shoes, and I'm like, I gotta get him something else. And so I went to I went to the liquor store and bought him a, you know, whatever ten pack or whatever of White Claws. <laughs> and I walked in. I go, Hey, I know this is what you kids are drinking now, and I gave him them. He's like, oh, and his mom was cracking up. She's all, I've been telling him, let's go out and get a drink. Let's get hammered. And, but he doesn't want to. Oh, his <laughs> so mom was trying to get him all turned but I don't up. Know. I, don't, I don't know if Chase ever drinking. Do you? I've never. I've offered it to him many a times. Yeah. I think he's just a good. Yeah, I don't think so. He's just a good boy. Well, that's good. Because even when he, like, smashed his leg into a thousand pieces and was in all that pain, I was like, hey, go get some edibles or something. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh I don't, I don't want to get hooked on that stuff. So I, I don't know. Yeah, 21. What a child still, huh? So young. Do you remember your 21st birthday? 
uh, I don't remember much of what happened on my 21st birthday, but I remember being 21. Oh, you're that you're that gone, huh? Oh yeah, I'm still a degenerate. It's all right. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> see, I think my 21st birthday was the first time I was really drunk. Like I had I had had like California coolers and stuff before that. But Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I ended up I, I ended up oil wrestling at the Hollywood Tropicana. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah! My buddy's pitched <laughs> in. And that's the that's the good old days when when places establishments like that used to yeah. partake. Yeah, and everyone's soft, right? Uh huh. Did you like the caption I wrote on uh, Facebook, Anton, for the uh, pinup gallery? Like, thanks, O'Neill, for not getting soft. <laughs> I did. Yeah, and that's like what's fun about us is is even in the stuff that I write like on the website, like we can pretty much say whatever the hell we want and everybody's cool with it. And if they're an advertiser here, they know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a good time and it's cool. Everybody appreciates it too. Cause yeah, it's serious, but it's not so cookie cutter all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I, anybody has a problem out there, you can more than welcome to report to our HR department. Yeah. Right. Who is our HR department? Exactly. Would it be Eileen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I I love when people talk shit on our YouTube and I can just write, yeah, F you. (laughs) I don't have to worry about Norv or Micah coming down on me anymore. Bro. You still need censorship, though. Yeah. Can we put this out there, though? Please, everybody, like, we know that you're super pissed off about these masks and all this other bullshit. You commenting on our Instagram is not fixing the problem, so just cut the shit. Like, mm-hmm. please just cut the shit. Just look at the dirt bike photos. We're trying to make you shit that's not all that other stuff. Don't bring it up. We're not bringing it up. Please stop bringing it up. Yeah. Because you're just turning it into a big pissing match that we then have to go in and clean up. Like, just knock the fuck off. Yeah. Man, jeez. Dude, it's, it's been bad lately. Like, it's been gnarly in there, and people, like, getting personal and stuff, and it's just like, just look at the dirt bike photos, man. That's what yeah. they're there for. I, I got attacked this weekend. Did you? Let me see. Yeah, on the on the, uh, on the Cincerillo show. Somebody wrote, like, it's unbelievable how uncharismatic and boring Don Maeda is, but he still gets these interviews and views. He must be an interesting person in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was tempted to just do the middle finger emoji at him, but I'll just leave it. Claudio Gobantes, Gobantes, Gobantes. Even the salt moto suck a bag of dicks. Even the salt moto live TV show. I mean, look at we take precaution. We got the clear thing separating you from the guests. Yeah, we're the, doing everything the, correct. Yeah. yeah, who who was it that was we were filming the other day and he like coughed or spit? Well, I know I started coughing in that one. Yeah, you actually walked away. I had to walk away and get a drink of my Modelo. Well, that was that was with Bill, but Bill just didn't miss a beat. He was yeah. still just talking away. Yeah, hey, Anton, we had Bill Cervera from Bill's Pipes on the show. How was it? Well, <laughs> after, after the first commercial break, and I I started, instead of saying welcome back to the Swap Model Live show, I was like, welcome to story time with Bill Cervera. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we could, have epi- we could have episode three, four, five, and six with Bill. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's legendary. Like, he guy's got he texted me afterwards a name he would, couldn't think of. Remember he said it was a yes. name with a G? From Yamaha. Jim Holly. I'm all, that's a J. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, J- Honestly, we did an interview like way back in the day at Transworld with Bill. You had me call him and everything. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that was lost forever when the website got deleted and i'm so bummed about that because bill is a genius like some of the stuff that he did back in the day if anybody ever has the chance to just sit down and and talk to him or watch that interview that you did dude you're gonna come away learning so much from bill Mm -hmm. did you know that bill was roommates with bob Hanna? oh my god did he tell you that no no yeah 
He's like, oh, yeah, we had this roommate. His name was Robert. And, you know, and he was like, you could tell he was setting it up. And then he's like, yeah, Robert Hanna, Bob Hanna, get it, get it? And I'm like, yeah, I know Bob Hanna is. But, uh, yeah. And then Wayne Rainey was his first pipe welder. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. talks about a lot of flat track in the beginning, Anton. He talks about a lot of that. I mean, his, his episode's great. It's, it's so, that's, I read a bunch of, like, MotoGP books about, like, the 60s and 70s and 80s and the 90s. And the Wayne Rainey, like, all of that stuff is so cool because how the dirt track, flat track thing came in. And a lot of the same people that are, like, kind of still in our orbit, I read all these articles about. And I'm like, holy shit, like, I can't believe that this guy did this or he did that. And Bill is one of those guys mm -hmm. where you like, you see something or you hear something that he did way, way back in the day. And it had this huge like ramification all the way across motorcycling. And, and it's so cool. Yeah. And I wish people appreciated that more. And that's why it's so cool, Don, like when you interview some of these legacy guys about that, because we're not in the position we're in if these guys aren't there being mad scientists mm -hmm. in their workshops. And then uh, the cool thing is that like Bill's never really been on anything because mm -hmm. You know, years ago when I had Matto come to the photo studio to do that portrait where he was in a straight jacket in the padded room, I remember he came mm -hmm. in and, and he's all, what is this place? What is this place? And I go, oh, well, yeah, this is Bill's Pipes. And, you know, they let me run a photo studio out of the back. And he goes, oh, and I go, that was Bill, that little that little short Hispanic <laughs> guy he talked to. And he goes, there's a Bill? <laughs> there's really a Bill? Like he thought it was just a name, you know? Hey, there's not much of a Bill left. He's yeah. lost so much weight. Yeah, I think Bill's smaller than you, Anton. He's wearing size 16 boys shorts <laughs> now. No, no, we're getting there. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I'm glad that Bill's still out and around. Dude, one of the craziest run-ins I ever had in California was taking Dahmer to the hospital, and Bill and his <laughs> wife were at the hospital. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. After Paris. Yep. Yep. Was that, was that the knee incident? That was the knee. The oh, blood. that was when Paul Canal blew out your knee. Yep. Mm, your favorite yep. guy at Swap Motor Racing. Knee stitches. I got, I got work that day. <laughs> yeah, and there was more <laughs> Bill and his, and his wife was having a problem. They were, we were all sitting there together. Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, Anton, we're going to let you go. But uh, try to uh, stay hydrated out there. Drink a lot of water. I think yep. it might, uh, might serve you well to go get a bottle of Pedialyte. Pound oh, yeah, trust well. me. I made a trip to Sam's Club yesterday, and we're fully stocked because I know I don't have the luxury of the factory trucks to sneak into and get snacks and everything. So we have all that. I got a big bag of scratch, coconut waters. We'll be good to go. You yeah. won't have to uh, life light me out of out of the middle of that Tennessee River or creek or anything like that, hopefully. Nice. Keep some sunscreen on those stick legs of yeah. yours, too. Yeah. I know. Are you going to go know. for a dip in the creek? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, we'll just We'll see. I saw that photo speaking about how white my legs are. Did you do something to that photo on the Roy Cyclery page? Because that shit is not supposed to be that white. No, no, completely unaltered. Well, come on. I promise, no. <laughs> I saw those and I was like, whoa. Yeah. You're Your really, you're really that white, Anton. Yeah, yeah, you are. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the uh, Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. We'll talk to you next week. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. 
Visit ProTaper.com for more.